There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Yo, what up? Welcome to Tevez of the Best. Today is September 29, 2020. My name is JC Tevez. Welcome to the podcast about my life and nothing else. But stick around. You might learn something new. Happy last Tuesday of September. Tomorrow is the last day of September. And then we move into... October. Oh my goodness. How was your weekend, everyone? Was it eventful? Was it COVID free? Hopefully both, right? I didn't do anything, man. I just watched some movies, which I'll talk about now because that's what you guys come here to listen to, right? You want to know what you're listening to, JC, because that's all the value you provide in the world right now. So I figured I'd just help you guys out with our entertainment needs. So let's talk about what I watched recently. Uh, I watched a movie on Netflix, which I've never seen before. Uh, surprisingly, I don't know how I missed it completely. It came out in 2018. It got pretty good reviews. It wasn't a Netflix movie. It was just like a movie that actually came out in theaters, uh, I guess, in the States. I don't know if it ever came out here. It's called Overlord. So here's the here's the plot, okay? It's set in World War II. Americans drop into i think germany or maybe france they're fighting nazis and there are zombies yes there are zombies bro what the fuck <laughs> it's a zombie movie ish uh i don't think it has too i don't really want to spoil it for you but it's not it's not like a world war z or walking dead where it's it's a zombie filled world it's it's interesting it's interesting i really enjoyed it I thought it was a, I thought it was a very enjoyable movie that I would probably watch again in the future. Maybe, you know, give me a couple of years, let it, let me forget about it, and then I'll watch it again. Good movie, good acting. Um, the guy in it, the, the, the second lead, cause the main lead, I don't know his name, but the second lead, he is the son of Kurt Russell. So he's, he's pretty badass as well. So Overlord, good movie, good movie. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Uh, what else did I watch, man? Mm-mm, the Lakers and the Heat are gonna be in the NBA Finals. We talked about it in Hala Hala Show. If you haven't listened to mix number 88, please do so. But you know, as I do on this podcast, I'll dive more, I'll dive deeper into it because Rika and I don't really talk, in, uh, details when it comes to basketball on the podcast. So let's talk about it, man. Who's gonna win the, po- who do you think is gonna win, JC? That's what you're asking me. It's gotta be the Lakers, right? I mean, no bias. I mean, I'm just thinking from a, if, okay, I always think about it in a betting man's point of view. If I was going to bet all my money in the world on which team would win, who would you bet on? You'd have to pick the Lakers. It's like the, it's the smart choice. Why? Because they have LeBron James and Anthony Davis. Not that Miami isn't very good. Okay. Jimmy Butler. I love Jimmy Butler. Tyler Hero, the rookie. He's great. Uh, Bam Adebayo is really good as well. I mean, who else is on that team? Duncan Robinson. Uh, who else gets minutes? I know Haslam's on the team, but he doesn't really play anymore. Um, 
Kelly Ol is Kelly Olenek on the I forgot what team Kelly is Kelly Olenek on the War on the Celtics or on the Heat? I think he's on the Heat. I'm pretty sure he's on the Heat. Let me just Google that shit for you. Oh my internet dude, my internet has been hot basura the last day. I'm not sure why. I'm not really doing anything. Like, I'm 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 trying to like actually I paused my movie that I was watching to do this podcast. What am I watching? I'm watching Fast Five, Fast and the Furious Five. <laughs> Rewatching it rather. Great movie. Han is the coolest Fast and the Furious character in the world. I mean, you can you can say Dominic Toretto or or Brian or even The Rock. It's definitely not Tyrese or or Ludacris. They're they you know they're not the coolest guys. You'd have to give it up to. One of those three, right? It's got to be Han, Dominic Toretto, or Brian. But even Brian, I kind of find him like a little bitch. So it's got to be Han or Dom. And Han is so freaking cool. He's like who everything I want to be, man. He's like a cool, good-looking Asian dude who drives nice cars and gets Wonder Woman. Like he gets Wonder Woman in, the, in Fast 4 and Fast 5. You know, they, they, they're together, right? How does... Wait, when does Giselle die? Does she die in Fast Five? I think so, man. I think she dies in this movie. Because she was in Fast Four. Yeah, I forgot. Anyway, my internet's not working. Fuck, man. Come on, bro. Let me look it up. But I think Kelly Olynyk does play on the heat. Anyway, I'm just going to have to freestyle it now. I don't have any resources to, to help me out. Um, I think that the Lakers are going to win... In six games. I honestly think that they're going to win. In, I mean, I probably... They're probably going to win in six games. But I think they should probably win. In, they should win in four. What am I trying to say here? I think if the NBA... You know the NBA has... has there's 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 um, narratives in the NBA. There's some bias. And you know there's some shady shit going on with the officiating, the referees. I mean, that's no surprise. The whole Sacramento Kings Lakers from 2002. If you ever read, I've never read the book, but there's a book put out by the disgraced. Let me look it up. Disgraced NBA ref. I think it was uh, Tim Donahue. Yeah, Tim Donahue. So if, if you don't know what happened, Tim Donahue, he was a, I'm just going to read off his Wikipedia, but he was a former professional basketball referee who worked in the NBA from 1994 to 2007. That's 13 years. And then in 2007, he there was a report investigation by the FBI, special John, special agent John, and his friends from the FBI. They actually uh, investigated, and they kind of figured out that their the the refs were not refereeing honestly because they 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 were they were affecting the point spread. If you if you do sports betting, there's something called like a spread, right? Because even if you pick the the team that isn't maybe going to win, as long as they don't lose by a certain number of points, if they cover the spread, then you can win the bet. So so it's not always when you're betting, you don't always have to bet on the winning team. You just have to bet on the team that fits the spread, the point spread, if that makes any sense. I, I find it kind of confusing too. I don't bet really, but I, I kind of get the gist of it. So anyway, the, the NBA referees, they, they fucked it up. They they were doing it on purpose because of money and there were I think issues by uh, the NBA higher ups you know like the dark web of the NBA like you don't know what's going on in behind the scenes so that's what I'm trying to say about these NBA finals there's no way that they're gonna let it go to four and oh why because dude it's for money right 
and maybe I'm just maybe I'm just it's just like a conspiracy theory that I think of all the time because there have been NBA finals that were four and zero I think, right? Cleveland and who did Cleveland lose to back in the day? I forgot who Cleveland lost to. Let me see, Cleveland NBA finals. They lost four four one or four zero against some team in like went early LeBron young LeBron. You know, I forgot when that was. Anyway, the reason being, the the longer a series goes, what does that mean? It means more money. Yeah, think about it. Think about it. even if you're not a basketball fan, uh, I think you could understand this perspective. What, how does sports and shit make money? Uh, at least on broadcast, it's the commercials, right? The TV commercials, the sponsorships, the you know, even seeing the ads on the floor or on the jerseys. So the longer the games go, the more games that there are, the longer the series, the more money that they will they stand to earn. So I think there there is there's got to be some sort of pull there. So that's why I think the Lakers could pull it off in maybe probably four games, but it, it it's gonna go to like six, maybe seven. I doubt it's gonna go to seven, unless unless Miami because excuse me, <laughs> but I'm not saying that the the, the player or the teams. Uh, choke the games or they, they, they intentionally lose the games. I highly doubt that. I honestly think that the Miami Heat could play really well and beat the Lakers, but based on the personnel on both teams, I think the Lakers are just more stacked. Is it possible for the Miami Heat to win this? Yeah, definitely. So if somehow Miami takes a lead, maybe 2-1, 3-1, they might, they might, they might, uh, get dicked by the refereeing to bring the game closer. Yeah, I don't know, man. Cause, cause when Cleveland won, coming back from three-one against the Golden State Warriors, Draymond Green was suspended for I think Game Six or Game Five, one of the games where the Cavs won. Draymond Green was suspended, and that to me seemed a little sketchy for the actions. I don't know. And I think, of course, they did that so that Cleveland. Well, I think they did that because Cleveland would have a better chance of winning without well the all-star what was he was Draymond Green an all-star that year I don't even remember dude am I boring you guys I'm so sorry I talk about basketball but I don't know if my audience really likes basketball <laughs> I know some of you do some of you have messaged me and say you enjoy me talking about the NBA and stuff but if I'm boring you please message me on Instagram say you don't really care about NBA basketball man <sighs> what else? Yeah, so I think Lakers are going to win. Who do I want to win? I'm indifferent. I mean, I, it would be nice for the Lakers to win because of Kobe, you know, the memory of Kobe Bryant. It would also be cool if Miami won because that would be, that would make Jimmy Butler and a lot of the roster on Miami first time NBA champions. And, and imagine, in what world did you think Jimmy Butler was going to win an NBA championship? Did you guys think that? I never, I mean, I knew he was really good. I knew he was really good, but I always put him on the same category as all stars that I, there's a category where I have in my mind where all stars that will probably never win NBA championships. So Chris Paul, I don't think Russell Westbrook's ever going to win one. As much as I love Russell Westbrook, I don't think he's ever going to win one. Even James Harden, for some reason, I feel like he's not, he's not going to make it. Do I put Gian- Giannis Antetokounmpo there? I think Giannis is going to win a championship and he's getting a lot of shit right now. But I think he's 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 gonna he's gonna win a championship in his career. I I see him like Dirk, because I thought Dirk 
I, I always believed Dirk was going to win a championship because even though they choked against Miami way back in 2000, what, 2006, and even though uh, they got swept or no, no, even though they lost in the first round against that Golden State's uh, uh, We Believe team, I always thought Dirk Nowitzki eventually, I think, is going to win a championship. And of course, he pulled it off. And what I probably in my lifetime is the best NBA playoffs, like NBA playoffs run that I've seen. They beat Miami, you know, LeBron and friends back then in 2011. And that was such a good, because it's, it's Dirk Nowitzki and a bunch of ragtag teammates who are really just, they're, they're like the Miami Heat or they're like the Denver Nuggets in a sense. Because Denver Nuggets, they, they're very scrappy and they had a lot of heart. And I think Denver had that, just that Dirk was a little bit older than, well, he, I don't know how old Dirk was in 2011, but he's older than Jamal Murray and Jokic, I'm sure. Um, yeah, okay, I'm moving on from the NBA guys. Sorry, I didn't mean to bore you, but if you made it this far, thanks, thanks so much. Um, what else did I want to share with you guys? Oh, uh, Call of Duty Warzone season six is now out. There's a new subway fast travel system. See, I know, like, I know you guys are like, oh, god damn it. So JC's not talking about boring basketball. I hope he that I hope he doesn't talk about Call of Duty Warzone because I don't know anything about it. So I guess I'll just make it quick. Season six came out. I downloaded it. Uh, I'm probably gonna play it for most of the week. Tony Hawk. I finished Tony Hawk. I think I said that last podcast. At least the main challenges, but there's still a lot of content. Do I recommend getting the game? Yes, I do. If you never played a skateboarding game, I think it's a very fun game. It's a very, I wouldn't call it uh, user-friendly. I think there's a steep learning curve-ish. Even me, I'm not very good at the game in terms of com- comboing tricks and stuff. But it's just, it's so fun. If you're a frustrated skater, or if you feel like, damn, I wish I could be fucking badass. Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1 and 2, a remastered version, is excellent. Excellent. Uh, it's it's on all the consoles, so it's on Xbox, PS4, uh, PC, so I would highly, highly recommend it if you have a chance. What else did I want to talk about, man? Oh, there's something here in my notes. You know, I told you I have some a notepad where I wrote, where I, where I write notes about what I think I should talk about because I need content for this podcast and for Hala Halo. Another thing that we didn't talk about in Hala Halo that I talked about that I haven't talked about here either is the Twitter photo algorithm. I saw something about it uh, last week or two weeks ago. So there was this thing where you know when you post a picture on Twitter and it, it's it's not big enough to fill the thumbnail, it's gonna automatically choose a thumbnail for you. You know how on Instagram when you post a photo. You can kind of, or no, on YouTube, when you post a video, you can choose a custom thumbnail for it. Even on IGTV, when you post a video, you can make a custom thumbnail. On Twitter, when you post a photo, it you can't really uh, make the thumbnail. You can't arrange the thumbnail. So Twitter uh, has an algorithm that it's supposed to choose when you post a photo for the thumbnail in the tweet. It's supposed to... Uh, it's supposed to highlight or or it's going to pick a thumbnail based, based on what the algorithm thinks is the most uh, attractive or most eye-catching image. So Twitter users kind of figured it out that the algorithm is racist. How so? By posting oversized photos and seeing which face 
it would highlight in the like the highlighted you know the the, the thumbnail the automated thumbnail so they would post a picture of a white guy and a black guy or white girl and black girl in different positions in the picture as long as it wasn't in the main center of it so imagine like a, a long rectangle photo uh it's landscape uh, portrait portrait imagine a large portrait photo at the top is a black face at the bottom is a uh, white face and in the middle is just like a white just white background so when you post it it's gonna it's gonna it's not gonna post the white background because it's very generic so it's gonna look for something in the photo to put as a thumbnail and twitter users found out that no matter where you put the position of the of the faces it would always or usually highlight the white face so that's crazy right that's crazy it's kind of it's kind of crazy. I mean, why is that? Is it based on color? I mean, who 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 programmed it to maybe highlight the more Caucasian nation? So I'm li- I'm reading an article right now. I just googled it again because I haven't really looked into it until I just talked about it right now. Twitter has apologized for a racist image cropping algorithm after users discovered the feature was automatically focusing on white faces over black ones. The company says it has tested the service for a bias before it started using it, but now accepts that it didn't go far enough. I mean, how did they figure that out? How did they do that? I think there's a, I think there's a, uh, I think I know why. So back in the day, I used to do surveys for money. Unfortunately, I can't do it because my, uh, the, the, the thing that I do it with, uh, MTurk, Amazon MTurk, uh, it found out that my location was here in the Philippines. And unfortunately, I don't think I'm allowed to do it here. But when I was in the States, I was doing it a lot. I made a lot of good money on the internet for free, man. For fucking free. Anywho, uh, if you live in the States, by the way, I would highly recommend you check it out. If you have a social security number and you live in the U.S., mturk, M-T-U-R-K dot com. It's, it's run by Amazon. It's legit. I'll tell you right now, I made over, you know, before I got, uh, quote unquote, banned from it, I made, I think, in, in, from 20, 13 up till well this year passively passively just doing it in my spare time on the internet i think i made like seven or eight thousand us dollars i mean that's four what is that eight thousand times 51 four hundred eight thousand pesos it's a steep learning curve it's really steep i'm telling you you have to kind of do your learn your research on how to do it how to use scripts how to find the best uh hits they're called hits uh the the surveys it's not all surveys but it's called hits human intelligence tasks hits are uh, worth worth it doing but if you can figure out how to do it it's incredible it's super incredible so i i was really bummed when that because imagine i'm in quarantine right now i could have been doing that they fucking banned me in the start of goddamn february or something so i was pretty bummed about that but it made me uh i do it i was like literally i was i was feeding myself for like i could i could pay for my groceries in the week just by doing surveys online Unfortunately, that that avenue of income is gone. Bummer. Anyway, back to the Twitter thingy. Um, bum, 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 bum. Twitter has long. Oh wait, no. Okay, why did I talk about the the M Turk the the hit thing? Because I used to do some work. There's some different kinds of work on M Turk, and one of the the quote unquote work or work works. I guess I is it works is they'll flash you faces on the screen. And then you have to choose, like, which, if the face made you feel happy, secure, blah, blah, blah. Maybe it was based on that. I don't know. There, there, there are a lot of, like, weird studies out there. Because they don't really tell you what the studies are for. Or they'll be very vague. They won't give you the results, usually, unless you ask for them. Uh, it's a lot of psychological 
it, a lot of psychological surveys. Usually, it's, a, it's posted by college students, maybe doing shit for their thesis or whatever studies for their thesis, and they want to get results from people all around the world who fit a certain demographic. Blah blah blah. So maybe that's why Twitter. Maybe Twitter utilized one of those, you know, studies and just figured you figured it into their algorithm. Anywho, anywho, back to this. Users began to spot flaws in the feature over the weekend. Uh, blah blah blah. People who posted photos, yeah, basically they just go, go Google it and it just just look up the article from the Guardian. I think is is okay. They'll, there's some sample tweets in there. Just type in Twitter photo algorithm. It's pretty nuts, man. So yeah, the the article's from September 21. So it's not that old. It's about eight days old. I just thought it was something interesting that you, my loyal listeners, might be interested in knowing about or looking up. Because it, it, it is, it is kind of interesting. I mean, the internet, right? What a crazy world. The artificial intelligence. What a crazy world. Do you ever think we're going to be like Skynet and Terminator? I don't, I don't know. I don't want to live long enough to see that. Don't have kids, man. <laughs> just kidding. Mm, anything else, man? I have been, oh, I have been cold emailing, cold emailing and cold messaging companies. I'm trying to, you know, hustle and get sponsors for the podcast and see if there are any companies interested in podcasting. Well, first and foremost, if any of you want to in, in, uh, advertise on our podcasts, please hit me up. But I was looking up how to cold email effectively because I think it can work. I mean, I personally, for me, I don't think it works for me. I mean, if somebody cold emailed me, uh, who knows? It depends, right? It depends on what they have to offer and what I think I could get in return. So I've just been looking up how to cold email. I'm not going to read you all the tips here, but there's there's some really fantastic articles on Google. Google, man, even though they, they spy on us and shit, they really make our life very... You could really improve your life and your skills through the internet and through through the use of Google, man. So if that's a trade-off for them knowing everything about us, you know what? We should just know everything about everything else then, right? If they're going to look into us, we should look into the rest of the world. Just learn some new skills. Learn some new stuff. So is there anything? Oh, my God. This is a dry podcast, guys. I'm so sorry. I mean, I, I wanted to be consistent with recording. So I said, I'm just going to turn on my mic and start recording. I paused, I paused my movie. I said, you know what? I'm going to record my movie because my movie's not working. I'm going to record my podcast because my movie's not playing correctly. Is there anything else, man? Shit. I mean, I want to talk more about basketball, but I don't want to bore you guys. I don't want to bore you. I mean, I'm just assuming that all of you, not most of you don't really watch NBA basketball because I rarely, I rarely get any messages about basketball on my podcast Instagram. And, you know, people always message me saying, I loved your recommendation of movies. People say, I love your thoughts on, you know, budgeting and stuff like that or things that you learn. But no one has ever messaged me and said, I like your thoughts on basketball. So that's why I don't really want to talk about it in detail, even though I, w- I would love to. I want to dive into like basketball, talk about my love for the two th- early 2000s basketball, my love for Vince Carter, who's an ESPN analyst, by the way. But you guys don't care, right? What do you guys want to hear from me? What do you want from me? What do you want from me, man? Um. Uh. Oh, tomorrow, tomorrow, we have a Tres Leches on Halala with a really cool dude named Mong Feliciano. So I never met the guy. It's Rika's friend who is also a director, 
He is a creative director. He's a film director, a TV commercial director, music video director. He owns a clothing brand. Dude, it's just these guys who who just make who hustle. I really take a lot of inspiration from them. So I was really inspired by the our talk. So please listen to it when it comes out tomorrow, Mong Feliciano. And please tell your friends about Halada Show. It means a lot to Rika and myself. We do have some merch coming. Yeah, we have some merch. We we finally took a step, man. We finally took a step. And we talk about it in the Lechica, which is coming out next week. We pre-recorded it, but we talk about it. We we always talk big game and we say, yeah, we're going to get magic merch. We're going to get merch. But we never took the, nec- the next step, which was finding a designer, finding uh, or sourcing sourcing materials and shit. We finally took that next step. We, we, we sent our design request to... Our friend Steffi, I think who I think it's through Steffi. I don't know. Rika's the one who's handling that, but uh, it was sent to her for um, you know a mock-up draft of the design. So hopefully, hopefully the next step is uh, successful, and then we move on to the next one until we make a lot of money, and then and then when we make all that money, we're just gonna spend it. Yeah, no, save it, save it, invest it. Listen to the eighty <laughs> percent. Shout out to Broad Foods, by the way, who listens to this podcast. Appreciate it, man. Literally, he 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 actually messages me all the time and says, "I like your thought or your thoughts on this." Here are my thoughts on you know. He talked to me about religion, like because I talked about religion, and he gave actually he gave me a very cool term. Let me let me go, let me look that bad boy up. Uh, secular something, man. Secular humanist. Let me Google that. Let me, cause I, I, I identify as agnostic, right? Secular humanist. What is that? But he also sent me a, uh, little scale, like a little, uh, Venn diagram. I don't know what you call this shit about, you know, theist versus agnostic, atheist, agnostic. I think I fall under something called agnostic theist. I think that's what I am. So believes in a god or gods, but doesn't claim to know with a hundred percent certainty. I think that's what I am. I think that's what I am, because agnostic atheists lacks belief in a god or gods, but doesn't claim to know with a hundred percent certainty. I, I'm one of those two. I just I can't figure it out for the life of me. On Google, secular humanism is a philosophy or life stance that embraces human reason. Secular ethics and philosophical naturalism, while specifically rejecting religious dogma, supernaturalism, and superstition as the basis of morality and decision-making. I really like that. I really like that. I like that, man. That's good. Fuck, man. I might, you know, I'm gonna, I might steal that broad fits and just, just call myself a secular humanist. It's kind of pretentious though, right? <laughs> Imagine if someone comes up to you and said, "Oh, do you go to church?" Uh, and they're like, "Not really." And they're like, "Oh, you're not Catholic?" No, I'm a secular humanist. And then, of course, they're gonna be like, "What the hell is that?" Because most people probably don't know what that is. And then you're gonna have to—I don't know. I don't want to sound like a douchebag. I'm not saying you're a douchebag. But I'm just saying it must be a pain in the ass to 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 explain that to whoever is willing to listen, right? I don't know, but I feel like. Behind closed doors, I'm going to call myself a secular humanist or, or maybe with my close friends. With, with other people who ask about my religion who have maybe, like, let's say you meet in a bar, you know, post COVID and they're like, Oh yeah. So are you Catholic? I mean, I don't know why that conversation would come up, but if like, are you Catholic? I probably just say I'm agnostic. 
it's like easier. It's way easier. And then even though most people, I uh, know not most people, a lot of people don't know what agnostic is. Most people know a- atheist, like they kind of get the, the gist of atheist, but agnostic maybe is a little bit, um, less well known. At least agnostic, I think how I describe it, right, is, I think I've said this before, is, is someone who, uh, doesn't, is uncertain about if there is a God, or I believe in a higher power, but I don't like really believe in any sort of religion per se. I don't really know. Maybe I just, maybe I don't even understand what agnostic means. So how am I supposed to explain it to other people, right? Moving on, is there anything else I want to talk about? Season six of Call of Duty, can't wait to play, but I have been kind of, uh, what do you call this? I've been kind of chilling on Call of Duty. I, you know, I used to play every day, 10, 12 hours. I've been sleeping on time. Like I've been sleeping early-ish. Uh, I've, I haven't been playing, you know, 10, 12 hour sessions. It's usually five, six, which is still a long time, but it's, it's, it's nowhere near as, as much as I used to play. Am I getting bored with the game? I don't think so. I just, I don't know. I just feel like there's sometimes I just want to take a break and go watch a movie. Um, yeah, you know what? I, I feel like there's, I feel like this podcast today has run its course. There's nothing else I, I can talk about, man. I mean, what else is there? All the stuff that I've listed here, I've already talked about. I, I should just delete it. Why, did I, why don't I delete this stuff, huh? Why don't I delete it, bro? Look, I have stuff from Hala Hala Mix like 85 still in here, dude. Uh, oh, oh, there's one thing here. See, I fucking wrote it down and I only saw it now. I watched a movie, rewatched a movie that I consider probably one of my maybe top 10 movies like ever. Uh, it's called Up in the Air and it's on Netflix for all of those uh, who uh, are law-abiding citizens. You can watch it for, for well, legally, you know, on your friend's Netflix account that you hop on. <laughs> Up in the Air with George Clooney. Uh, also stars Vera Farmagina. I don't know how to say your last name. Vera Farmagina. I don't know how to say your name. And uh, Anna Kendrick. Let me let me look up Vera F- Vera Farmiga, Farmiga, F-A-R-M-I-G-A. You might know her from, what is Vera? Cause she, you, you'll know her. If you see her, she's in a lot of movies. I just can't really remember which ones I've seen her in. Um, oh my God. She was in Godzilla. Is Godzilla King of Monsters available for online procurement? I haven't seen the second Godzilla guys. I, I I enjoyed the the one with the like the the new Godzilla. I also enjoyed the the nineteen ninety eight Godzilla with Matthew Broderick. But I haven't seen the second Godzilla. I think Millie Bobby Brown's in it. Enola Holmes is great, by the way. Oh shit, it's on here. Oh my god, I know what I'm doing tonight, boys and girls. I'll talk I'll tell you guys about it on Friday. And speaking of I'm gonna write it down right now in these notes, Godzilla. But uh I watch Up in the Air. And it's the story is about George Clooney. He is this guy who basically lives out of his suitcase. He travels from city to city across the United States. And he has a job. I forgot the job title, but basically he's like a downsizing expert. He goes to companies and he fires the employees of that company because the bosses of that company are too afraid to do it. <coughs> so he he's like a very... You know, he loves his life because he's acquiring all these air miles. He lives a very privileged life, at least when it comes to, you know, air travel. He gets to stay in cool hotels. Uh, but the story is really, it's, it's very simple story. 
and it's it's entertaining. It's I don't think it's boring at all. Like there are a lot of movies I, that I I think try to pull off a similar kind of storytelling where it's very character. It's a very character driven movie. The plot is I mean there's not really a plot ish. Like there's no there's no you know how they're in movie theory. There's like a rising action or whatever or there's a there's a, there's a, like a, a, a villain or, or some sort of end goal. There's no end goal in this movie. It's just a movie about characters and what they go through in life. There's great character development. It's such a good movie. Up in the air. Fantastic. One of my favorite movies. Like, I don't know why. Because I guess because I kind of relate with George Clooney's character. I, I'm not going to spoil the movie for you, but I relate to him a lot because A, he had a pretty cool lifestyle in the movie, but also B, there's some there's always trade-offs when you live a certain lifestyle uh especially if a certain lifestyle is like in isolation or you're not really with your family all the time uh there's a lot of things that you miss out in life as well so up in the air watch it get back to me if you've never watched up in the air and you made it this far in the podcast i'm guessing you're one of the the more dedicated listeners of this and you you actually you know enjoy listening to everything i have to say even if you don't understand all of it so if there's something that you're going to take away from this podcast, shit, I should have started with it, man. Fuck, man. Because I really want people to watch that movie. It's so good. Up in the air. George Clooney. Please message me on Instagram, uh, the Tevez of the Best Instagram. It's it's linked in the podcast description. Uh, let me know, man. Let me know if you watch it. Let me know your thoughts on it. If you didn't like it, it's cool. I, I understand it might not be a movie for everyone. I could even see how it could be boring for some people. Believe it or not, me who hates slow-ass movies, I'll tell you if I think that movie's boring or blah, blah, blah. But if you found it boring, let me know why. Or let me know your thoughts. Let me know what you liked about it. Up in the air. Let's have a little dialogue about it. I really enjoy, you know, I really enjoy talking to people who talk to me about stuff that we have common ground with. You know what I mean? And, you know, I I tell you guys on my personal Instagram, not the podcast one, I, I get a lot of DMs. Sometimes they ask for pictures of my feet, but sometimes people just message random stuff. And as much as I would, you know, enjoy messaging everybody, I just find those kind of conversations very shallow. And, um, I mean, at the same time, I don't really want to start a conversation with a stranger. But if a stranger somehow connects with me on a level of something that we find common ground with, I think I would enjoy having a, you know, a message back and forth conversation about it. Like I've had messages from a few of you talk about call of duty Warzone with me and I, I and i share my loadouts i share my my uh you know things i like about the game things i hate you know things on things that i think about the patch by the way if you play the game they they nerf the c4 see if you don't see like that's what i'm talking about if someone messages me and says what do you think of the c4 nerf in call of duty Warzone?" even though most of you don't know what i'm talking about i know what you're talking about and i love that i fucking will go off on i would talk to you about it for I would message we'd probably message for like twenty minutes about what we think about the new season about the about the new patch notes about the origin nerf the C four nerf should they buff a gun are you gonna get the battle pass see these are things that I love to talk about bro so if you talk to me about up in the air if you watch it based on this recommendation please let me know please let's talk about it because I you know what I do I I don't know if I, I've shared this before I think I do when I watch a movie uh, especially ones that are you know that come out. Uh, well, nowadays, the the first thing I do immediately after after I watch it for the first time on Netflix, after I watch it for the first time in theaters, what do I do? I go on my phone or, or on the laptop 
if I'm at home and I go on Reddit movie discussions and I just look at all the comments there. I like to hear what people think about it. I like this. Sometimes people will comment about things that they noticed that I missed during my screening of it. Or, or they'll, they'll comment things that I'll be like, yeah, you know what? That makes a lot of sense. Or sometimes I'll be confused about a movie. You know, if, if I watched, let's say I watched Inception for the first time, even though I think Reddit wasn't super big when Inception came out in 2010. So there, I don't think there was a Reddit discussion of it back then. But if there was a movie that was mindfuck, a mindfuck movie, I would probably go to Reddit to kind of see if anyone else was confused, see if anyone could clear up my confusion see if there's anyone who could clarify the ending of a certain movie it it, it's a fantastic thing to do just to talk about something that you found entertaining or interesting with somebody else even if they're a stranger so please i implore you i implore you message me on my podcast instagram okay because i don't check my regular personal instagram all the time message me on my podcast instagram let's talk about stuff that you and i probably would find interesting all right thank you very much for listening i'll catch you all on friday do i I know i have a sponsor in october for this podcast yeah baby come on give me that money it's not much but it's something you know it pays the bills as we say in commercials um i'm gonna watch godzilla after i watch fast five what a freaking movie night right fast and the furious godzilla i mean come on man I'll let you know about Godzilla on Friday. Please listen to Hala Hala Show. Follow my Instagrams that are linked in this podcast description. I'll chat you all. Stay with me. Later. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.